Thank you for subscribing to KCWG The Truth Extra, our premium content channel. We have copies of our shows plus exclusive content from our hosts and their guests. Also, as a subscriber, you'll be invited to participate in giveaways and events. Thank you for supporting and listening to KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio on the planet. You are listening to Real Love, Real Talk Uncut. I'm your host, T. Russ, and my boy, DJ Ron, will be with us shortly. And uh, we're going to have a great night tonight and uh, every Thursday. You can listen to us. I uh, do the monologue about 5.30, 5.40, and uh, we chop it up at 6 o'clock Pacific time all the way to 7 o'clock, talking about those Issues that uh, no one really wants to talk about, and if they do, they're not really real. Uh, on this show, it's called Uncut because we tell the truth, and we are uh, we're not polit- politically correct. We really like to get out the the soul of the essence of what is really the issue, and so it might hurt some feelings, it might uh, bring some offenses, and. Some uh, get defensive, but that's life. And so uh, we are two African-American black psychologists from Cali that uh, expose the truth on psychological, educational, political issues uh, all around the world. Um, Last week, we had a great show, Music Icon, and we will have more uh, icons that come on the show. But today... Um, we're going to do a little something different. We're going to talk about relationships. And this this is what we're going to talk about. I was fortunate enough last weekend to host some people um, at my house. And we were talking about relationships among black women. And one of the issues that came up among those women were, where are the black men? And we had those 
conversations before here on the radio, but it got a little deeper where we begin to discuss and trialogue about what about other ethnic groups? Would you consider dating other ethnic groups? And um, it got kind of deep because then we got on the issue of spirituality. We got on the, the topic of why do men, it doesn't matter what the ethnicity, are intimidated by strong women. In this case, strong black women. Um, that maybe have a master's degree, uh, have did well for themselves. Uh, what about the women that don't have master's degrees? What about the women that are trying to find themselves and really um, trying to pull themselves up from the bootstraps? What about those? You're listening to exciting premium content on KCWGTheTruth.com. Um, really are trying to date, but don't see any pools. They don't see any pools of. Eligible bachelors that uh, seem to have sense about themselves. And so um, I asked a couple or actually two or three women to be on the show. And uh, I also asked uh, some men to be on the show to kind of maybe contradict that and uh, talk about why they are going to other ethnicities, not black women. Now, this is very controversial. We've had these uh, these conversations at the barbershop. We've had them at the home. And then, uh, let's get a little deep. There are times when I would be at Thanksgiving back in the day, and I would hear black women say, if I see a black man with a white woman or a Latina or an other, um, I'm going to get a straight attitude. And I would always ask, why? why? Why would you get an attitude because a brother is in love with another person of a different race? Okay. And uh, their responses would be, you know, we don't have enough brothers to go around as it is. If they're not incarcerated, if they're not on drugs, um, if they're not living in their mother's home, there is a limited amount of uh, bachelors, eligible bachelors. And then you got to put in the consideration, um, I was talking to a young lady today that was telling me her view on it. It's like, listen, out of all of those uh, that are coming out of prison, there is a percentage that actually are homosexual. So now that pool of, I would say, men are not taken by women. They're taken by men because we have a different uh, era. We live in a different era, different culture today. So now we're looking at 12%, 13% African-American across the country, and you're looking at uh, a high percentage of African-American incarcerated, so that's dwindled down. You look at a, a high level of... Um, those that are on drugs, unfortunately, um, so it dwindles down even more. And then you look at a percentage of young black men that are unemployed, that are seeking employment. Sometimes it's no fault of their own. So now it dwindles down even more. And so when we put us black men into the category of eligibility, what does that truly mean? So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the dating pool. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about the myths and the reality of dating other ethnicities, what really is the issue? Is it a difference dating a black woman versus a white woman, a black woman versus a Latina woman, a black woman versus a Filipino woman? And let's talk about the spirituality. Um, I want to talk about the spirituality about these young uh, men or these young women because when I spoke to the young ladies, one of the criteria that both of them uh, 
said it was a must was they have to have an understanding of God. And their premise was, how can they lead me if God can't lead them? I understand. I get it. But when you go into the schools like I have and the universities like I have, and uh, you start talking about the supreme being and, and, and the culture and the era they live today, a lot of people do not bring up God. They don't bring up, uh, they don't bring up the faith. And so now that percentage is dwindled down again. And so now I'm just, uh, I'm just wondering here. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a breath. I want you, before you come back, I want you to settle in. This is going to be a very deep conversation that we're going to have with our guests. I'm also waiting for our brother to come to the studio. He's riding up, and uh, we're going to talk about to Mr. Singleton. And he has some, some thoughts about it as being in a single man and how to look at the dating game with all ethnicities. He also is a Spanish speaker, and so um, he has a different view uh, of dating in relationships. He's very articulate. I tell you what, when we come back, we'll DJ Rome will join us and we'll kick our guest list off. You listen to Real Love, Real Talk Uncut. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
time to make that change. What's up, DJ Rome? T. Russ in the building. How you doing, good brother? What's up, man? Before we introduce our uh, our guest, man, I want to ask you about our, you know, about your day. I always do that. Yes, indeed. I appreciate that. It was a blessed day, okay. and it, it's been a mixed week because you know I was on break last week. I know you're on break this week, and yeah. so. It was a week where you get reconnected with what really matters, and it is about relationships. I know we're talking about relationships tonight. Okay. I know we're talking about relationships in the dating world, but there's also the importance of maintaining good relationships and positive alliance in the job force. And as brothers, it's a lot challenging that. And I know our guest is on the line. That's what all that. That sound is in the background, but I have a I had a wonderful day, brother. Okay, well that's good. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That's good. That's there good. Is. Yeah, this is uh we want to I'm gonna introduce you to Miss Shanice uh, B. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Hey, uh, <laughs> this is DJ Rome. This is my partner. DJ Rome and partner. Yeah, this Hi, is partner. partner. <laughs> Sounds like a party back. Time, why don't you invite us? It's over? a nail shop. It's actually a nail shop. Okay, so we got you at the nail shop. That's cool. Hey, uh, hey, you know, I had you on the show because uh, we were talking uh, a week ago about relationships, and I thought it was very intriguing that um, we were talking about black women and, and, and where the black men, and we start talking about the criteria of what you're looking for and what a lot of black women are looking for in a relationship and I sat back and just kind of just listened to you and thought I would have you on the show and I want you to uh, you're listening to exciting premium content on kcwgthetruth.com I had did some research I know DJ Rome has did some research there's not a lot of brothers out here there's not a uh, you know a lot of percentage are in prison Uh, some are in uh in situations of, of, of drug infestations. A lot of them, uh, some of them live with their mom. Uh, a lot of them don't have dads. Where where are you at looking at? I mean, and you forgot that some of them are homosexual. Okay. And, and, and that pool, yeah. right, and those, so you're not looking at that. So where, where are yeah, you that, at? Yeah, I'm not interested in that exactly. Okay, so tell me where you, I mean, when you look at a, the, the relationship, for the black men, you're a black woman. What, how do you go about this? What's your process? What's your mindset? I'm at this point in my life, I'm more focused on myself because I feel like that's the best thing for me. Um, I focus. I've been focused a lot less on relationships. Um, as far well, like intimate relationships, just because I mean, like you said, you named all the different factors of why that can be not the easiest thing to, you know, come in contact with. So right now I'm just going with the flow. I date sometimes, you know, just keeping it light. And I just feel like when something presents itself, it'll feel right. It won't be forced. It won't be, it'll be, it'll feel right, you know. So that's just where I am with things. Okay, DJ Rome. So Shanice, uh, I'm curious about that too. Your process for dating I think a lot of um, common misconceptions about dating and understanding what a really attractive woman goes through on a day-to-day basis where you're getting overtures, you're getting catcalls, a lot of unwanted attention oftentimes, and the energy isn't always to your liking. 
Can you describe what it's like to walk in your shoes and to be someone that is open to relationships, but you're not meeting the 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 kind of you're, you're not coming in contact with the kind of alliances that inspire or empower you? Can you describe what that's like? Um, well, for me, um, of course, you know, being myself, um, I, I do, I get like a good amount of attention and I mean, most of it, I guess you can say is unwanted, you know, it's not anything that I'm pursuing, but I, I try to be polite, as polite as possible. Like I don't like to be mean to anyone just because you're not exactly what I'm interested in. I still believe, you know, like I'm so sensitive to everyone's feelings and never ever trying to hurt anyone's feelings just because, you know, you're not for me in that aspect. So just always definitely try to be polite and, um, I mean, keep it going, and that's pretty much it for me. How do you describe your ideal man? What characteristics does he exemplify? Ideal man. Um, Ideal man, I would definitely say intelligent. He has to be very intelligent. Um, Well-spoken, even though I don't like for the man that I'm with to just talk a lot. And when I say talk a lot, like, I don't like a lot of, like, frivolous, just talking about nothing, you know, just those types of people that just like to talk and don't really have anything to say. Um, so I like my man to be pretty humble. Um, I like him to have morals, to be grounded, to know why I'm special and why he's with me and why it's, it's he's with me and not with someone else. Um, respectful, handsome. Handsome to me, it doesn't have to be what everyone else, you know, is attracted to. But handsome to me, um, neat. I like my men, like, neat. Like, if you're just, like, neat in the way you dress, um, that's something I like as well. And, um, yeah, and just at least have goals. If you're not where you like to be in life, as, as long as you have, like, goals and you have, like, a legit plan there, you know, you have drive. And, yeah, that's my, oh, and believes in God. I need a man that gets his morals from God so we can have something to build on. So, yeah. So let me that's, let me interrupt. And uh, I, I have my boy in the uh, in the studio, Chris Singleton. What's up, bro? And you can talk. What's good, man? Hey, we chilling, and uh, we here with Shanice and DJ Rome. But, uh, Shanice, we were Hello. talking, and we were, I, one of the things I said to you is, are you prepared? You're waiting for that man to have those things and those attributes, but do you? Right. And so are you prepared for that 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 knight in shining armor? And if he had those things, would you be prepared to receive that brother? If he came with uh, legitimacy, he came with the understanding of God, he came with swag, he came with the understanding like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm on this road, I'm on this path of financial stability. Would you be able to see him based on where you at? I would, and he has to have sense. I know I named things that probably hinted to that, but I have to mention sense um, at, like, the top of the list because a lot of men that I run into these days, I mean, maybe maybe some of them have sense and they're just not showing it, but there's, like, a lot of foolish, foolish behavior that is exhibited from different men that I come in contact with. But um, to answer your question, I do feel like I am ready to receive that. Excuse me? 
Can you give an example of the foolishness? What are you talking about? Foolishness, I would say, like, that That just doesn't have their head on straight. Like, they don't even know exactly what they want. They're kind of just all over the place. Like, they don't have any, like, specific grounding, you know? So, like, they're easily swayed by what this world says is good, what this world says is right, what other people think, you know? They don't, they're they not really standing on any solid ground. So, that's so, what I mean. So, so let me ask, so let me cut it like and their actions, their actions. So so is is this black men yeah, or is this particularly just men in period or are you referring to black men? Well, okay, I have to say I love black men for several reasons. And um so I would have to say when I'm speaking, I'm speaking from experience and I only have dealt with black men. So, um, not that I'm not open to dating other races, because I am, but my experience has been with, with the black male, with black men. Okay, so I got I got I got Chris Singleton in the, in the house, and uh, I, you know, I look at Chris. He's in the studio with me right now, and I want to hear his opinion on the category of black women, because um, when I was saying, and I'm single now, but I still have a girlfriend, love of my life, oh my god. But at the same time, I am a I am a high level educator. I have high level uh, of professionalism. I got swag. I do that. But when I'm out there, well, before I met her, and I'm looking, I would have to say that uh, my pool was a little was a little dense in the sense that um, you know when you have I hear black women say, "Well, they're intimidated because I have a master's degree." Well, I'm gonna flip that. Because I've talked to women that got intimidated because I got three of them, okay? And I know who I am, and I'm very strong. And when I go, when I tell, when I talk to Chris right here, I want him to, to tell me, does he see that? Because he's an educated brother himself. And we have talked over the years about women being intimidated with us. But I hear you saying that they, the women, the men may be intimidated by strong black women. Chris, what do you... What's your thoughts on that, man? I think it's a, um, it's a pretty deep issue. It's a multifaceted issue that requires uh, an analysis um, that I believe one has to start at the very beginning. Now, let's look at society. Well, we live in Southern California, uh, you know, 15 million plus individuals uh, in Southern California. What percentage of those individuals fall into different racial categories? Well, you know, we're a melting pot. There's a lot of individuals from different parts of the world uh, that reside here and so forth. Now, if a person has a specific preference for one particular thing, okay, that individual can definitely find that here in Southern California. However, if a person has a preference simply for the opposite sex, uh, then what can happen is um, they can uh, be labeled uh, a certain way. So, you know, from my experience, the overwhelming majority of black men that I know uh, are with black women. Um, and it's not even close in terms of uh, the, uh, the statistics in my own personal experience. However, individuals who may find themselves um, dating a woman um, or a man, uh, from a different racial category sometimes can be uh, placed in a certain category. And uh, one mechanism or category that individuals can sometimes place that individual in is, oh, well, they must be intimidated uh, by a, uh, a strong black woman. 
And uh, I think that's probably not the truth. Uh, I personally You're listening to exciting uh, premium content on KC. You're listening to exciting premium content on KCWG the truth. An individual who I can look at and see as equally yoked. And when I say equally yoked, uh, I'm referring to, you know, a relationship being a two-way street, not just Oh, I, you know, from a guy's perspective, oh, I want a woman that has this, that, and that. Well, what am I offering? Well, in the same way, from the woman's standpoint, well, she wants the knight in shiny armor, uh, like uh, Rush just now mentioned, but what are you putting or bringing to the table? Uh, So to answer the question, um, T, uh, regarding the uh, intimidation factor, I don't necessarily think that that is the case um, on a widespread level, that it's, uh, you know, individuals are intimidated, uh, I think to the contrary. I, I, I think that when a black woman presents herself, articulate, educated, uh, an individual that somebody actually um, wants to uh, gravitate towards, I, I think she's the prize. Uh, now, you know, there are plenty of women like that. There are plenty of women that are not like that. But the woman who's not like that can't necessarily put herself in the category of the woman who is like that. So, you know, if she took her time and, you know, went to UCLA, Harvard, Howard, wherever, you know, now she's stable, has a good job, you know, don't have kids by like three, four different guys, you know, she's the prize, you know, so she's probably approached, you know, more than she probably cares to be approached. But then you take another lady who may or may not be in that category and is not approached and then sees a brother walking down the street, you know, with a white girl, a Latin girl, oh, it's because, you know, you know, I'm intimidating. Well, no, it's not. It's because, you know, you need to look at you first before you start looking at somebody else. So that, that that's the answer initially I would give to that, uh, and, to that question. And, and let me throw some uh, before DJ Rome, anybody. <sighs> Let's get real, real. When I go into, uh, to the club, to a black club, and you bring a white girl in a, white cl- in a black club, and you got the white girl hanging on your arm, sisters are going to go off. They're going to get an attitude. Are you one of those women, Shanice, that will get a straight attitude because a brother brings a white girl in the, in, in the club and uh, treats her with the total queenness? Are you, are you one of those, uh, and, or have you ever been in that situation oh, where no, sir. you said no? No, sir. But you, no, but sir, you know what I'm talking all. about, right? But you I know, know okay. Right, and and yeah, so but, um, why, why are women? Why, why why is that? Why why do why do black women feel? That uh, that the other ethnicities are stealing the black men. Do you agree with that or disagree with that or can you vibe with that? Well, where I can, if I have to give an answer of where that might stem from, where that might come from, um, I would say um, if you, if you take it back trans historically, the relationship between the black man and the black woman, you know, like that's the black woman and the black and the black women was all the black men had, you know, and like they were separated and it was just a lot of, you know, a lot of different obstacles and and different things that went on in the dynamic and struggles between the black man and the black woman, you know, so I do feel like it is a special, it, it's something special about it, it's not just on the surface. So that's one place where I could say that it's in from and then another place is when you have certain black men that put black women down as if as if they're beneath as if there's something wrong with them as if there's there's some reason why there's other races all the other races are better than so there's black women that you know are sensitive to that because it's offensive you know so i do believe that's where that can come from and where it does come from chris you want to you want to comment on it 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there may be individuals that fall into that category. Um, I personally don't run into too many people like that. Uh, I was talking to an individual uh, not that long ago, as a matter of fact. Uh, he had been married to a black woman for uh, about 15 years. And uh, he mentioned he's going to, uh, well, he's just now uh, got a divorce. And he said uh, he's going to start uh, dating other uh, ethnicities. Now, my response to him was why? Uh, not in a bad way, not that it's uh, a good way, oh, yeah, that's what you need to do. But just uh, what makes you say that? Uh, and what, he, uh, what his response was, was that, uh, well, yeah, man, uh, you know, uh, I'm tired of the attitudes and uh, I'm tired of, you know, a woman uh, trying to challenge me and so forth. Uh, and I think if I go over here uh, to other races, and how, how old was he? May I ask? Uh, he was—he looked like he was probably—I don't know him that well, but he was in his late forties. Yeah, he was okay. in his late forties. Yeah. So um, what I told him, I said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna tell you something, uh, and this is on experience, man. All right, you may initially be attracted to certain elements and qualities of women that come from different ethnicities." Uh, but when that initial attraction wears off, at the end of the day, you still have a woman in front of you, okay? And um, we all bleed red. Uh, we all come from planet Earth. And um, there are certain uh, characteristics that are not going to be absent simply because uh, this woman uh, has a different um, color skin. Phenotype, a skin tone. Yeah, a different hue. Um, so that would be my response to that. Now, I don't run into that a lot. Uh, as a matter of fact, like I mentioned earlier, the majority of black men I know uh, have a preference for black women, that is to settle down with Mary. They might dabble um, with other ethnicities, but when it comes to, uh, quote unquote, the wife, uh, they want that to be the black woman. Now, I think, and this is controversial, but I think there may be something to do with the dynamic of what society has told us. Not so much now, uh, but, you know, we go back to the 80s. The Barbie dolls, you know, they're, uh, they're blonde-haired, you know, white girls. You know, you're looking on TV and, you know, you see the actresses and so forth. And uh, what you'll see with, um, uh, with what the portrayal of the quintessential beauty, uh, aspect of beauty was, was a, a white woman. So now that hypothetically, and I'm not saying this is the case with, you know, all black women, but that may or may not have weighed on uh, the hearts and minds of uh, many black women growing up, okay? So to where they get older and they see one black male, the white girl, in the black club. Now, we got a club full of, you know, hundreds of black men and, you know, they all got black girls on their shoulders, but, you know, the one black guy walks in with the one white girl and uh, the focus is placed on that. Well, there may or may not be an element of hypersensitivity there, right? But now when we look at society now, where we live in a society where everything is accepted and you know, you go to the Toys R Us, you know, you wanna buy a doll, well, you're gonna walk by the Chinese doll, the black doll, you know, the Latin doll and the white doll, but there's not gonna be any uh, uh, preference, so to speak, in advertising or uh, promotions. So to touch on the, um, uh, the essence of the, uh, the question, I think that when we look at true statistics and we look at the big picture versus what we want to see, then we really have to acknowledge that, hey, you know, maybe, you know, there isn't this massive exodus of black men 
from black women. Like, you know, I've been told before and just in random conversations, you know, with, uh, uh, with friends, hey, you know, I think there's a massive exodus of black men leaving black women. Well, not so much. And they'll name a couple of celebrities and for every celebrity they name, I name about four or five more who are married to black women, you know? So, um, you know, I, I, I think it's just important to, to take everything into consideration and then go back to the original point I mentioned. If you present yourself as a educated, strong, well-rounded black woman, I really would be shocked if there are a lack of suitors um, out there um, of the black race. DJ Rome. I think you both have a great point. I think you both have a great point. First of all, how you doing, good brother, Mr. Singleton? Oh, how you doing? How you doing? I love the points oh. you're making tonight. And uh, Shanice, you still there too, right? Yeah, I'm I think still here. Yeah, I think you both made great points. And I think what Mr. Singleton is talking about is basically don't believe the hype. I know it appears that there's this uh, mass exodus, if I can borrow his term right now. There does seem to be this pejorative narrative that there seems to be a shortage. And there is a shortage. I mean, there is. Um, some reality to that. And I don't think there's an exaggeration of that. I don't think it's a stretch of the truth. There seems to be, in my experience, an aspirational gap between black women and black men to where sisters are out there taking care of their business and brothers take a little bit more time to figure it out. And I think because of that aspirational difference, there tends to be a, sort of a difficulty of finding common ground. So my question to Mr. Singleton and Shanice, I guess it's really for Mr. Singleton, where are these target-rich areas that you're talking about that your friends, you seem to have a circle of friends that still prefer sisters. I'm a brother that prefers sisters. I have dated outside my race. I've been in love with a Hispanic woman before, but I'm currently with a sister, and I've never been happier, okay? When Serena Williams came out and said she's with the dude she's with, I ain't going to lie. My heart sank. I think Serena's fine. All right, so, so I'm a brother that loves, loves sisters. I'm in my late 40s. And for context, I don't know who's comfortable sharing their age group here, but I'm in my late 40s. I love me some sisters because y'all be catching it. It was in the news just yesterday about a, a news reporter, April Ryan, who she, she was talking to the White House correspondent guy, John Spicer, and he's telling her, stop shaking your head as if she's a child. Maxine Waters was on a talk show the other day where Bill O'Reilly is clowning her because he says she has a James Brown wig. He couldn't even hear the content of what she was saying. And rather than take her seriously like the intelligent sister that she is, he found it more necessary to belittle her. Right. And so, I'm sorry, I don't even know who Bill O'Reilly is. <clears throat> I've heard this name. Is he? Who is he? Bill he's Riley. a talk show host. Yeah, go ahead. News. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a talk show host on Fox News, which is a very right-wing or conservative or Republican-leaning And what's his network. ethnicity? He's white. What? He's white. He's white. Okay. Mm -hmm. But let me let me right. let me say this wrong. Let me say this before uh, uh, Chris answers that. All right. Well, my grandmother was a Black Panther drug dealer. She's a drug dealer, okay. Black Panther, the Midwest, sold drugs from uh, Tulsa all the way to Sacramento. When I, growing up, man, I grew up in L.A. and I grew up in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And she would point out to me, well, first of all, my grandmother was prejudiced extremely and would say, you never get a white woman or any other ethnicity because they don't understand the struggle. And I said, well, what, what's the struggle? Okay. So she took me over to my great-grandmother's house and said, just look, what do you feel? I feel oppression. I feel depression. I feel opposition. I feel like I'm not going to get out. I'm not, I can't breathe. 
That's the struggle. So how could you go to another ethnicity that don't understand your struggle? So I would go, but don't they have their own struggle? Don't Mexicans, South Americans have their own struggle? Isn't the individuality of a person, whatever they deem their life, have their own struggles? Yeah, and she would agree with that. However, as a general population of what we call black people coming out of the civil rights movement, going into this new era, when you open your eyes, color does matter. Culture does matter. If me who being who I am and you being who you are and Chris being who he is, we got three educated brothers, man, nice looking brothers, and we go to an all-black club in Harlem or in L.A. with a white woman on our side, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. Now, if you go in L.A. with a Latina they may back up a little bit like we may give him a pass. Would you agree, disagree, anybody? What's your, what's your thoughts? You're saying they would give him a pass, so they may what give are you him saying? A, they may give him a well, what, well, the darker the skin color. Because of the skin color, because of the culture, because of that we live, we live in a culture where Hispanic and blacks mingle. They, inter, they, they integrate, you know? We, we, you right. know, you go on the west side of L.A., you go on the south side, you go on, no, I mean, the, it is the most segregated place is California. A lot of people, it's like the melting pot. I disagree. I, I think it's a melting pot, but it's more racist here because everybody's doing it. You got little, uh, you got little Jamaica, you got little Tokyo, you got Chinatown, you know, you got all of these things, <laughs> but you don't have little black town. You don't have a little black town in LA. <laughs> you got South Central, you baby. Got you got Compton. You got Watts. You got Lamert Park. <laughs> you got Lamert Park. And let me tell you something. You go to Watts, five minutes down the street is, is Beverly Hills. You can go to Beverly Hills if you want to, but you're going to get followed. And, mm-hmm. um, and and so that's what I'm saying. So, so now check this out, and I'm going to be done because I'm hype right now. I could take a beautiful black queen looking good and fine. I'm taking her Macy's. And I guarantee you she's going to get stares. I could take a white woman to Macy's, and she's going to get assistance. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I just want to know if, if I'm wrong. Because I have, you know I, have I have seen this. And so with that being said, you probably say, well, what does that have to do with relationships? I think it has a lot to do with it. Because whoever you have on your arm is going to make you either feel proud or it's going to make you feel embarrassed. So a lot, we're not talking about that, though. We're not bringing that issue when a man has a black woman on his hand, on his arm, he's feeling very proud. But what happens when he doesn't? He's being, well, he's, he's being probably judged. not as strong. He's probably not. I would say to that is that he's not as strong by himself. So if he's looking for a white woman to make him stronger, then that that is what that man is looking for because he has, you know, he has issues of strength of his own so he feels like a white woman will empower him because he's not empowered enough on his own with who he is so okay. if that's what that type of man is looking for then that's what that type of man is looking for and to what degree does that apply to black women do are they sort of uh marrying up when they're with a white man or is it the same thing that they don't know themselves well enough and they're seeking validation through a white partner what how do you feel about that Shanice um well if I'm just making a like a subjective opinion I would say that maybe some some black
black women might have been rejected by black men or some black women felt like because of where they are in life, you know, maybe they're they're really educated, you know, or, you know, they're, they just have, they've placed themselves in a different environment that they, you know, they stepped outside the box and a, a white man or whatever other race outside of a black man was really nice to them, really just there for them, you know, something that was lacking from, you know, Chris, what's your take their on Their own it? race and the type of men that approach them. Okay. So I won't say necessarily marrying Debbie, even though I'm, I'm sure there are some women that, you know, in any race that that that, that do that, regardless of who they're marrying. Just of, of, It just depends on the type of woman in general. I like the way you think. I want to take it somewhere, but I want to hear Mr. Singleton first. Well, let, let me say that uh, the point you made earlier, uh, I have to say, was a really great point. Uh, when you talked about the uh, aspirational differences, uh, you talked about the uh, the black women being focused um, on a higher level or in a higher concentration than the black males. Uh, and when you were speaking, it actually took me back uh, mentally all the way back to high school, where uh, I remember, you know, uh, the uh, black women, you know, were 10 percent uh, black population at the high school. I remember they, they, they were on it even way back then, and uh, you get to the college right. stage. Uh, so I think that's a really great point. Um, and where my mind would take that would be, okay, so let's say hypothetically we have uh, 10 people in a room, five males, five, five females. Uh, from age 18, uh, we follow them to age 28. Okay, so the five uh, black women, they're all black, the five black women, you know, they have their stuff together. Uh, yeah, and, you, you know, get their education and so forth. Now we take the five black men. We get to age 28, okay? So one of them's dead, two of them are in jail, one of them's unemployed, and the last one, um, you know, has his stuff together. You know, so mm -hmm. now, now, now we have five, you know, and, and, and their preference being for a black male, we have five and we have one, and y y yeah, I mean, I, I think that's an excellent point that you made. That's where my mind would take that. Um, now, to uh, Shanice, right? Um, yes. Okay. Where I would say with your point regarding the uh, the question posed, uh, marrying up and so forth, or the 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 the, uh, the the black male wanting to be stronger and so forth, I, I definitely think there are certain individuals that have um, psychological disorders like that and feel so uh, inferior in society that that's what they uh, gravitate towards. I also think that uh, there's also individuals who may find themselves on the uh, other end of the spectrum where that's just what they ended up uh, falling in love with. Um, I, I, I don't know if I could paint everybody with a broad brush. I can only okay. go back to the original point uh, that uh, Tommy made. Uh, when we look at racism, now having traveled the entire Western Hemisphere, uh, I can tell you that the population most discriminated against is gonna be the Native Americans first, uh, robbed of their land and so forth, and pretty much uh, thrown to the bottom of society, and then we have blacks. Um, and that is whether you go down to South America, whether you go uh, up to the United States and so forth, uh, the darker the skin, the um, lower ranking um, categorically an individual is placed in society. And whether that's uh, fictional or whether that is subconscious, that just tends to be uh, how it works. And, and I'm talking in even individuals that aren't even black. I'm talking you're Latin, you're just darker, 
Okay. Um, so when we talk about the struggle, um, going to uh, T's point, Tommy's point, um, yeah, I think that if you try to compare the struggle of black people versus anybody else, you may have a, an issue there uh, trying to come with a uh, adequate uh, cross comparison because uh, it's really it, it's really going to be um, a greater struggle when it comes to the darker skin versus anybody else. Now, when it comes to the issue of where we're at right now, this is, I think, where I would really want to get to in the conversation, okay? Where are we right now? If I am an educated black male and I want an educated black female, okay, and I want somebody that's going to support me in the same way I'm going to support them, I want somebody who's strong but equally yoked. And when I say equally yoked, I mean we're not going to go into a relationship with any uh, preconceived notions. Uh, that is, whatever you have going, I'm going to be supportive, and I'm going to expect the same amount of support um, in return from you. Okay? If a black female in this society today wants to date a black male and eventually settle down with an educated black male, where does she go? And I, I, I think right. that if I could maybe throw that question out there, do you feel, Shanice, that there's a disadvantage? DJ Rome, do you feel that there's too many brothers that are actually not taking into consideration the fruits around them of the um, amounts of uh, educated black women who are right there, right there waiting, Absolutely. preferred? And, and, and then if that's the case, I would want to know where you guys see it now, where do you guys see this going? That's right. T. Russ. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna throw a I'm gonna throw a, a curveball. I was sitting down with a brother not too long ago, and I asked that same question that uh, Chris raised, and he went left field on me and said some things like this, which uh, we talk about self-efficacy and we talk about how we self-regulate our own mind. And he says this: I like the way the white woman's hair smells. I do not like how what, the way a white woman's hair, hair smells. smells. Yeah, I like the way it flows. Mm -hmm. I like the I like the fact of her submission. I like the fact that that she makes me feel like a king, not to, to nag me. And so I said, "Well, what you can't do that with a black woman?" And she says, "Well, black women were not raised with dads. Black women were not raised to be submissive. They were they were raised to be strong and be warriors and to take care of themselves. So when they are in a relationship." They try to take the lead and will not let the man be the man. Now, with that being said, when Chris said, where do we go now? You really have to look at who's talking because there are some black women out there that just don't have that father figure, don't have that mother figure. It's a lot of black men. Mm -hmm. I, like, I'm, I'm sorry no, to go ahead. interrupt. Go ahead. The, the, the stereotypes just really blow me because you can throw stereotypes around all the time. Okay. You can throw a million of them out. That doesn't make any of them true. Okay. And just, I, it's so funny because I just saw a post on social media and it was a black um, African-American male athlete and he was making some pretty statements that I would deem ignorant. 
Right. Talking about um, and he, but one thing that you just said that he mentions that oh, black women weren't raised with their father. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of black men, the same black women that weren't raised with their father. I'm pretty sure a lot of them, or a significant amount, had brothers. So there's a lot of black men that weren't raised with their fathers as well. Okay. So I really hate to hear the you know the stereotypes and the put downs. Oh, they weren't raised with their fathers. They don't know how to respect a man. They don't know this. They don't know that. They have these attitudes and all these different things because a point that someone um, made in response to his comments is that, for one, that there are a lot of black men that weren't raised with their fathers as well. So that's saying that I could, if I wanted to, you know, be ignorant and just have, wanted to just belittle someone because of their race and try to put them in a box, I would say, oh, well, a lot of black men weren't raised with their fathers, so they don't know how to be men. They don't know how to be fathers. They don't know how to be mates because they never saw it because they weren't raised with it. Oh, a lot of black men are in jail. A lot of black men still. A lot of black men are on all of that. So it just it kind of bothers me, not too much, only because I understand that it is from a certain perspective, and I try not to let you know people's perspectives, especially that I know, hold no grounds, no real grounds. You know, even phase me, even make me. I, I these days when I hear it, I don't even serve it, give it, serve it with a response. So this is, but I just wanted to comment on okay. those ignorant type of stereotypes because you can throw stereotypes around all day long and they can mean what. Okay. So I said that because that individual did say that, but I knew you were going to respond when I, uh, I kind of set you up a little bit. The reason I said okay. that is because we as a people need to get angry. The Bible says, be angry, but do not sin. And if we come together, I'm just talking about a, a consensus of black people that understand um, that people are people. If I go over here and, and date a South American and she understands my struggle, maybe she had her own struggle. What difference does it make? Because I know who I am as a black man. You know who you are as a black woman. So that's why I said that. I wanted to you respond. I knew you were going to respond. And uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back. This is uh, KCWGTheTruth.com, Real Love, Real Talk Uncut. I'm here with my boy, Mr. Singleton, DJ Rome. Thank you, Shanice, for being on the show. We're going to come back. We're going to hit a little joint. And uh, DJ Rome, we'll spit some more stuff, man. All right, cool. Peace. I know so many on that road and plenty on them crows and so many that's all about that dog but I be on that wild shelf I be on that wild shelf yeah. Now this worship got me geeked up And I participate often with my homies God, you see us Worship till we get up in the coffin Hands raised like I'm reaching for my Gucci loafers At the top of my closet Glory pouring like a faucet Thought about his goodness and almost lost it You died for me The ultimate sacrifice like it wasn't that do it So when I praise the worship I don't do it alone I try to make everybody do it Everybody do it we worshiping, doing my best right now Should have been dead and gone a long time ago But I feel so blessed right now I know so many on that road And plenty on them crows And so many that's all about that dough But I be on that worship I be on that worship 
emotions I know so many on that road There's plenty on them crows And so many that's on the bottom be out here uh, hustling whatever hustle you gonna hustle You gonna have to submit your body to somebody I'm saying why not submit it to God first Tears here where she make a dealer wanna ride I'm stressed out like I'm playing outside Popping this I'm dropping like a cop and now I'm hopping to the lost of life Martin you can run till I On my back with my eyes to the sky Look to the hills where my help I cry This is what it sounds like When them gangsters cry All my life been searching for a love to match my pain On my knees I plead at night but nothing never was the same Since he came I switched lanes into light and out the dark Changed my heart, brought the sunshine like my last name was the Clark I know so many on that drove, and plenty on them crows And so many that's all about that dough But I be on that worship, I be on that worship Men are the reason, man, we have shirked our responsibility as the priests and prophets and providers and covers and protectors of our women and our children. It is our responsibility to lead the way in fighting the enemy. Uh, and we've shirked that responsibility. We, we are more concerned about ourselves. The industry driving me crazy. And I ain't been worshiping lately. No. But he saved me yeah. and gave me peace inside my mind. Now I find that everybody left the bases. Now they running blind. blind. Now I'm back on track and I'm sticking to the fact that he gave his life for mine. That's yeah. like a fight, let me know. No matter what, he won't let me go. So I'm in it till it's over. I'll forever worship. Merciful Father won't. I'm high, about your love and I just might cry You love me forever and it couldn't get better So I scream hallelujah We on that work, baby Ken Jones, Mr. Dale I'm the Reese We on it I'll be on that road I'll be on that road I know so many on that road Plenty on them crows And so many that's all about that dough But I be on that worship I be on that worship I know so many on that grove And plenty on them crows And so many that's all about that dough And uh, this is a very, very interesting uh, conversation that we have DJ Rome, are you here with me? Yeah, I'm here, man. I know. This is interesting, man. I get in texts all the time like, this is interesting. This is bomb. Keep it up. Let's let's go a little deeper. I had the privilege of uh, meeting a young lady at uh, Chapman University in the American Family Therapy Program, Sarita Green. And uh, I was talking to her the other day and uh, about relationships. Um, she is, I don't know what. Well, let me introduce her, and I'll throw some questions. Um, I believe she's on the air. Sarita Green, are you on there in the air? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Long time. <laughs> I know, long time, no time. Hey, hey. So uh, I asked you to be on the show because uh, you're a therapist. I'm a therapist. Went through the program together, and uh, you have a very good worldview of life to me. And I'll begin to talk Thank to you, you. about uh, relationships. Um, I am, you know, a lot of times when we talk about black people and we look at each other and we go, hey, what are you? Are you black or are you something else? And my mother would always tell me, listen, bro, you black. 
And even though you black Indian, you black. And but you you a little different. You are black and white. What do you identify yourself with as? I'm sorry. Well, I don't really like to say identify with either. I like to just say I'm mixed. I'm mixed with black. I'm mixed with white. Okay. Um, I I think I probably favor the African American side more. Okay. Okay. And and we were talking about just dating the relationships as far as a a black woman or a mixed woman and. And where are the black men? And uh, hey, if the black men are not here, maybe we can try other ethnicities because honestly, uh, there are not a lot of uh, black men in the pool. And I wanted to know, I know you were listening to the show. What is your thoughts on what you've heard so far? Well, I just I just plugged in, so I didn't get a chance to hear if you guys are oh, saying. Oh, well, and they also plugged, remember my best friend that you talked to years ago, uh-huh. Marie? Yes. They plugged her in. She's on the line with us, too. Oh, how you doing? Hello, how are you? Oh, fine. How I'm you doing? doing well, thank you. Oh, well, well, all right, all right. <laughs> well, we're talking about this topic is, uh, hey, uh, where are the black men as a, a topic of black women? And uh, there are a limited pool of black men. I hear a lot of black women um, I, I hear it all the time. Where, where, where are we going to date now? Because either they are in prison, they're on drugs, or they are the gay. And so, in this topic, and then I have my boy DJ Rome on the line. Um, I have uh, Chris Singleton here in the studio with me. What is the problem? And and one of the situations I brought up was, if you go to a club, a black club, and you have an other on your arm, a Latina or a white woman. You might get ran up out of that club. You're going to definitely get stared at. And I hear a lot of black women go, well, why in the world would they do that? There's enough beautiful black women here to date a black woman. My mother even says that. My grandmother said that. And my great-grandmother said that. What is your, what is your thoughts on it? You putting that Sarita? Me? Yeah, Abby, anybody. It doesn't matter. Sarita, what's your thoughts? Um. Okay, so... I think this is. Let me just say it. Let me say it right now. Oh, it's uncut, um, baby. It's uncut. I, so go on and say it. <laughs> no, I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate. So okay. I don't think if I see somebody outside of dating somebody out of the race, you know, to each his own. Okay. You know, I think my problem comes with black men not wanting to date black women. Period. Anymore. Mm. I think that's right. that's my my main issue. Why is that? But Why do you like think that? Me, I, I think that because I hear it all the time. I hear black dudes say, black women, y'all got an attitude. Y'all got too many attitudes. Don't nobody want to deal with that. I'll give me a white woman that'll listen or, you know, more so about the obedience mm. Um, mm. and more so about the submissiveness, I think. Okay. And so, you know, I don't discriminate on anything outside of the race, you know, but my right. thing is if, if, if you choose to date outside of the race, you're listening to you, exciting premium content on KC. Were you submissive or did that man believe that you were submissive? I mean, I think there's certain times where you can be submissive, you know, I mean, if you're talking rom- romantic, then, you know, sometimes I can be submissive in that area. Um, as far as more being independent, being an independent woman, um, you know, working full time, being a single mom, handling all my business. Okay. You know, I'm, we're trying to figure out, me and my best friend talk about it all the time. Okay. You know, are we intimidating? Because we get, we get that we're intimidating. We're unapproachable. So we're trying to figure it out ourselves. Well, Sarita, you know, Sarita, you know you're, you're intimidating. You know that. <laughs> but okay. why? But okay, but I want to hear your friend. What she was about to say something. I'm sorry. I'm just saying 
saying, just piggybacking off of what, okay. um, you know, what Sarita was saying, um, I'm completely uh, a black woman, okay. um, an educated um, black woman. And, you know, the, the fact still remains that, um, you know, in this time, we deal with us being shunned, you know, with these attitudes are plagued with, you know, the angry black woman syndrome. And, you know, as a, as a successful black woman, you know, it's like almost like you, you can't have a successful black man because he's chosen the other. Um, and it's almost an intimidation factor with the woman who has uh, success. Okay. You know, but what we've all heard, you know, from some of the men is like, you know, I'd rather have a woman who's not as smart as me um, so that I can play the dominant role. Um, education or, you know, her financial status should never make you feel like less of a man. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what what I'm doing and what you're doing, you know, collectively we can build together. And ideally, you know, that's what a relationship should be about, not, you know, feeling like you're you're empowered because you have somebody that's less than. Mm. DJ Rohn. Yes, indeed. I think um, what she said a, a moment ago, they both so knowledgeably, that's not even a word, uh, they, they sound very informed about these issues, and they're, they're very poignant. <laughs> they are extremely correct when they, they talk about the, the stereotypes that are plaguing black women, and sisters get it every day, all day. There's a hashtag on social media right now called Black Women at Work, specifically because of the things that I spoke about in the last segment with the way they have been depicted recently in um, in their political walks of life. But something Mr. Singleton said earlier, he kept mentioning the word individual, and something was just mentioned in, in terms of that, in that she doesn't discriminate. It's an individual choice. And I think when you talk about dating and you talk about having an open mind to other cultures and other races, I think you get on that slippery slope when you do it to the exclusion of your own. For example, if you're open and... You have, you, you don't, okay, you don't discriminate, but you can like who you like because I don't believe attraction is a choice. I don't think you can necessarily help who you're attracted to. I think when a man knows how to, how to light a woman's fire, and there are certain things that are universal no matter what race the woman is. If you know how to light a woman's fire, she's going to feel you, okay? So I want to ask the ladies, what is it that lights your fire when it comes to a man and being attracted to a man? Now, we talking black men, what, whatever you're attracted to, what does it take to light your fire? Now, I'm asking that. I'm on a slippery slope right now because if you got to tell us, that takes away some of the, the – the, mm-hmm. that's, that's part of the problem if you got to tell us. We, we, you <laughs> wish that we would know. I know right. what it is, but I want to hear from y'all. What 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 do you wish brothers would understand about how to get your attention? Man, that's a good question. Okay. <laughs> we talk about this now. When I tell you this is this is a regular conversation that we have amongst the two of us and our other girlfriends. Um, we're tr- what we're trying to figure out is what happened to back in the day when a man used to approach a woman and say. Hey, beautiful, or hey, hey, Miss Lady, how you doing today? You know, um, I'd really like to get to know you. Do you mind if I have your number? Like, what happened to those days? Because now we're finding it harder and harder. We go out, we're here and there. You know, we'll exchange the look. The nice-looking man will look at me, I'll look back at him, but no contact, nothing, you know. And so don't get me wrong, I can be aggressive sometimes on my own. And, you know, I've had several times where, you know, I've hollered at a guy on my own. (laughs) And she's a witness to it. (laughs) So, you know, what's up with men not not, um, hollering at 
females anymore like like that. What? Okay, because I, I think we, we've talked about it on previous shows. I think it's because brothers don't know themselves. And everything that we've talked about, whether it's women or men, one of the most important primal foundational aspects is know thyself. And when a man takes a little bit longer to find his place, his, his piece of the rock, his footing in this life and in this walk, until he does, there's going to be some of us who are not going to have the confidence to, to, to make that leap and to take those, those chances and to make that approach. And oftentimes when they do it such a, a thirst and we, we come to you with such a, a hunger and it's obvious and we reek of that we just want you and we just are thirsty, you know, that's not attractive to a woman. And I think what's attractive to a woman, and I'm, I'm really on a sleep, slippery slope right now because I'm, I'm speaking for women. I got women on the line. So y'all can butt in anytime y'all want. But there, there's something that happens when a man is just walking his walk. He has his own goals. He has drama in his life that has nothing to do with the woman, but he's, he wants to be with women, but he knows who he is. He has his own direction. He has his own focus. He has his own aspirations. He has a plan. And I think that's something that sisters are having a difficult time finding. And so a question I posed in the last segment is, where are these target-rich areas where you can meet these kind of brothers? To what degree are you well, women online if you're not married or in a relationship? Go ahead. We would like to know where these areas are. Well, yeah, <laughs> and if you could give an address or a zip code, where um, <laughs> we can of that nature. Well, um, we we'll definitely be there if you would let us know where to be, when and where, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, DJ Rome, can I say this? Can I say this? Yes. I, I, yes. I, I believe when I, I talk to a lot of men, a lot of men are angry. A lot of black men are angry. Um, I'm one of them. I'm angry in a different different way, though, and I want to say this to, to, to black women that I remember meeting Sarita, and she remembered, she probably, she's going to laugh, I remember coming into class looking angry. I remember sitting down, and I, I can see her watching me, and I would just probably put everybody in check, everybody. They don't know this, and I was trying to feel my dominance in the sense that no one's going to punk me. I've had to fight for everything that I had. And I seem right. like I You're always have to, to prove myself. I remember right. looking You're back and seeing her and thinking, oh, that's a sister right there. Oh, I sure can't be weak. And I think that okay. black men don't know how to approach women because, like you said, they don't know who themselves. They don't know how to self-regulate their anger. They have right. all these opposite. I mean, it's a deep thing to be a black man. I understand it's a deep thing to be a black woman. But it is very hard to be a black man in today's society when there's a lot of things you can become. You can become a thug. You become. You can become incarcerated. You can become drug infested. Or you can become a man. And how do you become a man? A lot of times, men have to teach other men. And we don't have men in our lives. I know I never did. I, I'm self-taught. I emulate right. throughout the years how to get this right. I still don't have it right, but I've did some strides. I've met brothers like you and, and, and Chris, and we chop it up. We may have our disagreements, but we talk like men. I don't right. see a lot of that. So if I don't see a lot of that, I know they don't see a lot of that. But when you talk about anger, I've been angry, too, in a different kind of way. My mm -hmm. anger has been, I've always felt like sisters didn't see me. Right. Okay. Why didn't they Talking see you? Why didn't they? Well, I think I'm the kind of cat that doesn't stand out. I'm the, I'm, I think women sometimes 
some women are looking for Superman, and they pass up Clark Kent. And because of that, they miss the opportunities. And I've often said that single people often aren't attracted to each other, and those that have been fortunate enough to bond with someone, whether through a long-term relationship or marriage, they got lucky, and they really can't explain how they did it. And that's why it's so frustrating for those of us that were single or are single for a long period of time. It's like, what is the solution? I found a solution that worked for me, and we can go into that, but the solution for me I found through online dating. Now, it's an entirely different world for women to be online dating, but that is where you have a <laughs> really Please don't get us started on well, online dating. Well, well, okay. Hey, well, well, let me throw this at you, man. That might need to be another show. Another, a whole nother show. Okay, well, it's tragic. It is tragic. Okay, well, let me throw this at you women. Let me throw this at you women. Um, You guys say you want a a brother. Sometimes you say you want a thug. Sometimes you say you want a nerd. Sometimes you you know, oh, he's too nice. You get this. Mm -hmm. You get this brother, and he's he's nice. He's he's uh very diplomatic. He's very he shows chivalry. You know, he opens doors. He uh, that means I can run over. Right, you can run on because he's going to cater to you because he has this meekness about it. And then you meet a brother, well, I can't say like me because I'm in between, but back in the day, I was straight thugged out. Like, I'm like, no, no, ain't nobody running over me. I may open the door for you. I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay for something, but you know what? I gotta have, I'm going to have the last say. I'm going to have the last everything. Now, women gravitated toward me, but when I was younger than that, I was a nerd, very smart. I couldn't get a date. I couldn't get a look. <laughs> I couldn't I could get a phone call. I couldn't get right. nothing, man. So life changed me and made me hard. And then those right. same women that saw me 12, 15 years ago, they went, because I was 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, and shot up to 6'6", six 6'1", six 220, and they go, where'd you come from? I was in your class. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was in your class, you remember me? And they was like, Oh, you check and it hurt me. It hurt me because some of my black women did that to me. And so we as men, Chris is singing sitting right here, we understand if you ain't got no swag, man, um, you pretty much out of luck if you ain't got that swag. And so can we identify what the swag is? What is the swag? And now about I think it's based on who, what age group of woman you're talking about. Because I can say, oh. in my early twenties, okay, I was I was attracted to the thug, okay. the street negro, to the fast money, to okay. the hustle life, to the swag. I was attracted to that, you okay. know. And as I've gotten older now, in my thirties, in my early thirties. I'm looking for, you know, I'm more of a suit and tie. I'm looking for chivalry. Like like they say, chivalry isn't dead. And we're like, please, where is it? Like, we it's want okay. Well, I, the me... education is, is big. That's a huge turn on the education or a, a, a career. Okay. Now, I'm a business owner. I'm going to put myself out there. I know we got about three or four minutes. I have a, I have a girlfriend, 26 years old, swag, intelligent, deep, about to go to law school, and... She she didn't have those problems. And I asked her, why you don't have no problem? She said, well, my mother taught me as an older woman to look at the heart and to look at how how I'm supposed to be treated, how she was treated. So she got a little different perspective. So you say age. Does age really matter or is it experience? Some people say age comes from experience. I'm saying my, my experiences of my 
age at that time. That's okay. more when you say, is it about, yeah, okay. and my, my experience is my age at that time. That's how I was looking at things. Okay. You know, now mind we... you, I was raised with my father, okay. who was a, a, a strong black man, worked hard okay. his entire life. So I had a great example, great example. And you still go astray, okay. you know, but then you come back. Okay. You come back. Well, we might have to do a part two. We might have to do a part two because it's almost we almost we almost up because I want to talk about not here. Nobody talk about they want to save man, a spiritual man, a sanctified man. So we have to talk about oh, maybe a part two. To yeah, okay, so we want. To... <laughs> yeah, I forgot about God. <laughs> okay, so t- okay, so I tell you what, we might do a part two. Bring you guys back. So you can chop it up. We got to go, though. But I appreciate Serena, your, everybody being on, DJ Rome, Chris Singleton. Let's take a uh, – we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to see you next Thursday. Uh, we may do have to do a part two because I wanna really want to hear what you guys got to say because y'all funny. But I appreciate everybody and let's going. Do the online, and let's do the online dating one. We got a lot for that one. Oh, got a lot. Okay. Well, hey, we're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody. We are listening to KCWGTheTruth.com. Real love, real talk, uncut. We out. Yeah, date night. Here we going out tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I'll be on time. You just listened to an exclusive KCWGTheTruth.com program on our subscription premium content channel. Thank you again for your support of KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio on the planet.